We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time to talk to Husker Online's Sean Callahan. We talk to him every Wednesday around 6.30. Sean, thanks for joining us this morning. We have a lot to get to with you. Uh, busy couple days ahead for Nebraska. We have uh, the recruiting period uh, ends on Sunday before it reopens on March 1st. What is, Sean, Nebraska's focus and goal to end this month at this point? Well, really, I think there's only one live target left. A.J. Allen, the running back, Scott Frost, we confirmed with A.J. last night, was at his home um, for an in-home visit. So, I mean, that's really the the last order of business. I I think this last week is more kind of setting the table now for 2023, 2024, 2025, but really 2023. And, um, you know, I think Nebraska in just the last week, uh, 10 days, I mean, I think they made over 75 offers. I mean, it's really been – a flurry of offers made, um, you know, between Missouri and Kansas and um, the state of Nebraska. They've they've made. I want to say there's over 35 guys just in the in these states right there. Um, so they're doing a really good job of I think getting out, trying to see as many of these guys as they can, um, and you know, putting offers out and kind of getting things moving forward for junior days coming up. Not only this weekend, but March, the spring game, because uh, this is the period where you begin to lock up those guys, and then by the summertime and the spring, you hope that some of those guys are your commits. Okay, Sean Callahan joins us. Sean, some of the activities uh, geared toward getting a quarterback for the future, uh, we were talking last night about Avery Johnson of Mays, Kansas, right out, right close to Wichita, uh, J.J. Cole in Iowa. Those are two of the one. I'm really interested in Avery Johnson, Sean, as you know, um, because I know he's, he's become – a target in the class of 2023, a quarterback target right outside Wichita. What do you know about Avery Johnson? Yeah, he's got 20 scholarship offers, um, but you know he's a three-sport athlete. Kind of reminds you of you know guys from that area in the Kansas and Missouri and Nebraska's recruited in the past. I mean, Bubba Starling was a multi-sport guy. Okay, um, you know, and you go down the line, but he um, is obviously a really good quarterback. He took his team to the state finals; they got beat. Um, but in basketball, he led his team to the state championship, was the leading scorer, and he's also a standout baseball player. So he's a an elite three-sport athlete, 4.2 GPA, um, has, has long hair, kind of like a Trevor Lawrence-type look um, okay. uh, with his hair. But they've gone down and, and seen him now three times. This will be this week will be the third time in 15 days. Third time in 15 days. Whoa. Hey, Sean, who's, is it Bush? So, yeah, Bill Bush went down there um, two Fridays ago, the first weekend things opened back up, made the offer for Nebraska. Kind of this, you know, Coach Guzman down there and told him, like, hey, you know, we know we're late to the party. Um, before that, Avery had had zero contact with Nebraska. Uh, um, I don't so get that. Kind of got the foot in the door. At don't that get point. that. Then last week, Bill Bush went to Kansas City, then drove to Dodge City, met Mark Whipple, who flew in private, into Dodge City, and they watched Avery Johnson play a basketball game. 
um, and, and spent time again around his coach and, 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 and whatever they could do. This week, Scott Frost is going down there on Friday, and I believe with Bill Bush again. So, yeah, they'll, they'll be down there three times in 15 days. Um, so, to me, you know, when you're putting that kind of manpower on it, mm-hmm. that, that tells you he, he has elevated um, probably to their number one target. Uh, J.J. Cole from Des Moines will be in this weekend as well. Uh, four star out of um, Ankeny, Iowa. So th- those are the two, you know, that logically make the most sense. They've made a couple of other offers besides these guys, but those are the two that have jumped out early. That Sean, as as it applies to Avery Johnson, is called a full court press. I mean, they they have targeted Avery Johnson. So I, that's someone for fans to watch. Okay, you targeted Trey Palmer, the incoming. Uh, receiver, return man from LSU out of the transfer portal, Mickey Joseph special. You interviewed him yesterday. What were your takeaways from your interview with Trey Palmer? Uh, confident and a competitor. Um, he, you know, he, I don't know if I've seen a guy quite with his level of confidence and swagger at Nebraska in a while where he just, you know, usually when guys get on an interview, they kind of, you know, turn on the interview act, and you know they might have confidence, <laughs> but on an interview, they're they're pretty straight laced. Yeah, he, he um, you know, in a good way, I think is 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 pretty confident, and showed that yesterday. Um, said that he definitely plans to return kicks and punts here, um, and kind of joked that he's going to take take more than one back to the house. Yeah, and um, said that they hadn't seen anybody like him here in a while. And, excited to show people what he can do so um he, he's very excited um he said he was high uh, just some of the guys he's played with omar manning and alante brown were two of the receivers that have already jumped out to him good um that, that he's excited about so he's gonna add i think just a level of confidence and swagger to the room he played with joe burrow he played with jamar chase um you know he, he's played with all those guys and knows a lot of those guys at lsu so um you know he, he's got quite a background that he brings here to Lincoln and you know he played a lot of football last year at LSU joined by Sean Callahan Sean Nebraska did land uh Northern Iowa defensive back Omar Brown over the weekend uh top F- one of the top FCS players there in the in the uh, portal I guess how do you feel about Travis Fisher's uh secondary well it's, it's really interesting to see how many people um they're bringing in um just the number of bodies at six or seven bodies that have come in to the secondary um of the of the total hall of uh, I believe the number's 27 players now coming into the, the program um, for next year. So they've really done a good job of getting bodies. I think Omar Brown wasn't necessarily a need, but when you have a guy that good available, you take him and you make a room. And I, I don't think 10 days ago you could have said we needed another corner. Right. But because of Omar Brown and the fact that you think he might be better than what you had him, mean, he could end up starting next year. He's that good. Um, and he's a Minneapolis guy from the Big Ten region, um, wants to be in the Big Ten. Um, so it just made sense. And, yeah, I, I think the priority probably should be defensive line, offensive line, and a pass rusher. Um, but, you know, th- this is a situation where it was kind of a make-room deal because of the available player that was there in O.R. Brown. So, Sean, right now, um, flip into your beat rider mode. Right now, the players are in winter conditioning, Correct. Yeah, the players are in winter conditioning. Um, they they lift twice a week, okay. and then they do two days a week of speed work. Okay, um, 
you know, so it's a it's a it's a pretty intense schedule of what they do right now in the winter conditioning. Okay. Joined by Sean Callahan. Uh, Sean, I saw the other day you retweeted this. So I want to get to this because Ohio State reported that 220 student athletes engaged in 608 reported NIL activities, earning just shy of three million dollars total, which which was which first nationally. Is Nebraska anywhere near that type of potential with NIL, Sean? Or is Ohio State just pulling away even further in the Big Ten? Um, they're definitely in that type of potential. I mean, just a matter of what numbers they want to disclose. I mean, okay. from what I've seen with Nebraska, you know, and, and what guys like Blake Lawrence have said, I mean, they're doing as much as anybody. Um, you know, it's it just some of the stuff, it, it's gray. And, you know, ABM, the, the, the company that's kind of driving a lot of it locally here, um, you know, they haven't done any bragatory tweets about what's going on. People have asked them to, told them to, but they've kind of laid low under the radar. They don't really, why? You know, they don't really. And I, I think a lot of it is the more attention you bring on what you're doing, you know, not, you know, it just it gets more people looking at things and, and whatnot. And they're not breaking rules. They're they're playing by the rules. Everything they do is within the rules. But I, I just think, I don't know if that's the approach. At least they want to take. But there'll be a point where some of the numbers come out. Um, I'm guessing. And you know, yeah, from what I know, Nebraska is um, you know doing quite a bit for guys. I mean, I look at Casey Thompson this weekend. He took the entire offensive line out to eat at Rodizio Steakhouse, paid for the bill, took the entire team bowling, and gave them game cards to round one um, at Gateway Mall. <laughs> I've, I've been to round one with my kids. And yeah, it gets pricey. I can't afford that. It gets pricey. And, and you can blow through money on those game cards pretty quickly. <laughs> yes, you can. So, you know, that tells me – um, Casey Thompson's already probably, you know, set up some pretty good NIL opportunities for himself here, um, among others. So, yeah, there. I mean, there, there's a lot going on here. I have no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, what, when, and if those numbers will ever be made public. Right. Thank you, Sean. Great stuff. Sean, always good stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next week. All right, guys. Thanks. Great job, Husker Online. Okay. Sean Kelly. I want to assure you, Jake. That Nebraska is not lagging behind hardly anybody in the NIL world. I don't know about Ohio State. I don't know where they are. There's no, three million dollars yeah. they said last year, which is oh, number yeah. one nationally. Yeah, I don't think Nebraska has done that, but I, I will assure you, Nebraska is very active in NIL and has a very structured machine over at ABM. I, I know that for a fact. I wouldn't say it on the radio if I didn't know it. It's elaborate. It's well-funded. It's thriving, all right? There's no – Nebraska's – I wouldn't say, okay, I'll put it – well, Parker just – I mean, we should pull up Parker's story. I'll, I hope I don't misrepresent it. In fact, we'll do this after the break. I'll read the paragraph. There's a, Parker wrote a story about Nebraska's NIL over the weekend where an industry source said Nebraska's on, on the front end of all this. So, yeah, no, they're not lagging behind. I, I'm just curious where they are in comparison to Ohio State. I don't know. Which is what you're, you're always chasing Ohio State in general in this conference. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not sure they're that far behind that. So, anyway, yeah, we didn't ask Sean what Logan Smothers or the other backups we'll, might. We'll, we'll ask that in the mail. Panel. Ask what? Ask the question of well, this. Casey Thompson took the team, or there's 17 guys out to – 
Rodizio's Steakhouse, and also to round one for bowling, apparently. To which Harris, instead of Logan, smothers. What's he going to take? Maybe to Subway, Subway maybe. would be. <laughs> we'll figure out where Heinrich Harburg and Logan Smothers can take their team out to it. Their Taco lap, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, with their money. Uh, <laughs> and Song of the Day. Next. Five Taco <laughs> Limit. Early break of the ticket. <laughs>